What's going on? Welcome to the Survivor Analyst Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Mims, and we are back recapping episode 12 of Survivor 42. 11 or 12? 12. 11. Are we sure? 11, 12. I don't know. <sighs> All right. We're going to call it 12. But is that what everybody else is doing? Yeah. Is that what all the cool people do? Yeah. All right, fine, fine. <laughs> as long as we get to be hip, and this leads to us having millions and millions of listens. Works for other people. <laughs> Join with me here, as always, Dustin King. Hello, everybody. Listen, Josh and I, we may have to retire this idea of being analysts of Survivor, because we both were like, yeah, Omar. And then I, at least I was like, yeah, I don't know that Marianne has enough time left to make a big move. And I was wrong just <laughs> all the way around. <laughs> yeah, Marianne. This is the Marianne breakout episode. What a blindside. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Like, it was a good play all the way around. Like I said last episode, I didn't think she had enough time to pull out a move like this, but um, that extra vote, man. Like, And everybody else, just like Mike and Jonathan, just be like, nah, it's not my plan, so I don't want to do it. And then her being able to pull Romeo in, man, just made it happen. Yeah, let's, um, what do you think was, uh, what do you think that because of, the last tribal council and the way Dreo was like, yeah, Omar was the only one I told that secret to. And then it was like, wow, just seeing the jury's reaction to that move was like, wow, we cannot win against Omar. We have to get him out. Probably. I th- and I think Mike got really paranoid. Um, I think Mike thought that, right, he said in the episode that Omar was going to be coming after him. Or he felt like Omar was going to be coming after him. I mean, maybe? I still don't understand why everybody's going after Jonathan. Like, do you feel... Because, again, right, this is... It's probably because we're not them, so we can't... We don't really understand this. But, you know, Drea being like, yeah, if Mike goes to Final Three, he wins. I was like, I don't... How? I don't see that. And I also don't see Jonathan being a threat. Besides him potentially winning challenges and that leaving Lindsay potentially vulnerable, you know, because of immunity and stuff like that. But, like, is it, does it just end there? Is it specifically about just her wanting to try and win individual immunity? Or does she genuinely think that Jonathan has a chance of winning if he goes to the final three? That's what I don't understand either because it's like, Lindsay, this is a person who you would want to sit next to in the end because. He's burned so many bridges with people. I think, yeah, I think the main reason for her is that, oh, well, he's my biggest competition in the threats, or in a, or biggest threat in the competitions. And if I can get rid of him and then I can win and that's more on my resume, but then it's even more impressive if you're going against him and win against him in these competitions. That's true, which she's done. Yeah. So it's not like he's unbeatable or anything. So. I don't know. I, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of confused by it. So what did you think about, cause I, we'll, we'll get back to Marianne, cause I feel like this is pretty much what sealed Omar's fate was their, his and Lindsay's decision to not play her immunity idol on him. What do you think about that? 
do you feel like Omar should have put up a bigger fight to be like, hey, nah, nah, or did he just get too comfortable? That's I was thinking about that earlier, and I think that's what it is. That's the problem when for Omar, he's been running these episodes. He's been running the vote for like the past five or six episodes, and I feel like he's gotten just so comfortable. Like, well, heck, things have been working out for me so far. Did he let his guard down? And the one time he let his guard down was when, boom, he should have had it up. Mm-hmm. Like, did he get too comfortable because everything was working out in his favor? Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't get the. Like they, the, Lindsay was worried about the idol potentially getting put back in play, right? Mm. But this late in the game, yeah. Uh, and is it is it really an idol or is it the amulet? Right, right, exactly, right. So I feel like unless Lindsay was just like straight up BSing Omar because she knew, which I don't think she did because she voted with Omar. Um, I think that that line of thinking, unless there's literally something that we do not know about that was said to them by production, like, why not play it? Like, if that's your biggest ally and you're already safe, might as well, and it's the last time you can play it, might as well. So, because, I mean, nothing in my head is like, yeah, that amulet will go back. And also, you're at final five. Sure, you potentially... Potentially, there's another idol out there, but you're also aware of that, so you and Omar can like team up and look. Yeah, here's the only reason why it would be smart, and I this I was like listening to the Adam Klein interview with Rob on the way here, and he mentions that if no one knew, and she already screwed up because she told people like it had to be played at the six, but if right. no one knew about it and she kept it and then made it seem like oh you know this is a an idol that can be played at five and then fake people out to where they don't vote her at five that would be a smart play but otherwise i don't see any reason why you would not play it guarantee omar safety so you can have him there with you to help you out at the final five yeah yeah 100 especially if you feel like he's absolutely needed for your game right i don't i think personally I think if Lindsay would have done that, she would have just ended up screwing herself over. So I think, like, long term, this potentially is going to be better for Lindsay than it would have been if she had. But, right, this, we're still in this realm of Lindsay, I guess, feels like she can be Omar in some way or form, right? So, yeah, I don't, I really don't understand it. Also, speaking of Omar, I saw this on Twitter. Maybe you saw, maybe you know what I'm talking. But he had an idol nullifier. Yeah, and so this was one of the things I was going to ask you was was it a good idea for Omar to give Mike back his idol, or should he have kept it because then he could have played it at this tribal council and guaranteed him the final five? But Omar was thinking, oh, let me give it back to Mike, and then at final five I can nullify his idol and then have another move to be a part of my resume and it would be a big blind side. And then I have even more reasons of why I should win. That would have been pretty dope. Yeah. that. Would I, have been I suppose cool. that them not showing any of that though, kind of, <laughs> kind of, which I, you know, we didn't know. So it's not like we were, we could like assume or try to predict that he may be able to play it at that point or something. But 
This is crazy to me that they just left that out. Where did he find it? Did he say? He said it was after the fish reward in episode four. They were like enjoying the reward back at camp, and then him and Jonathan were walking to the water well, and there was like this package just on top of the water well and he's like i never ran so fast before jonathan like i ran over there before he could get it and got it and it turned out to be an idle nullifier so jonathan knew then yeah he knew about it yeah because he was there with omar when omar found it dang that's wild that's that's crazy to me that they just left that all out and there's uh there's other times, like I remember in other seasons where they'll be like, oh yeah, we had a, a reward challenge here that it just didn't show. And uh, I guess if it's not that important to the episode or if they have a lot to have to compact into the the storyline, then they would have to leave it out. I guess so. I guess so. Well, that's crazy. It is shocking that somebody could have a freaking idle nullifier right. and it doesn't get shown. <laughs> I know. I know. And then if Jonathan knows, then I don't feel like Jonathan's that loyal to Omar. Jonathan has to have told Mike. So, like, or at least I would think. I, I guess he doesn't have to have have. But, right, he knows Mike has an idle notifier or has an idol. So, I mean, that's potentially information. So, I'm just like, how much of how much of uh, Mike wanted to get rid of Omar was because he knew he had an idle notifier, potentially. And that's another thing, too, is that they knew Mike had an idol. There could potentially have been another idol, and yet they're going to target Jonathan, who they know don't have either one of them. And, you know, it's like, it's the final five. It's the last time you can play stuff like that. And you want to there's less options at that point with when more people have idols. Mm -hmm. So when does when when's the last time they can do shot in the dark? It was last tribal. Oh, uh, so it was this one? Yeah, and then nobody played it. Yeah. Damn. You know, it would have been really fun if everybody was just like, you know what, let's do it. Yeah, just <laughs> gonna randomize this thing and see what happens. <laughs> dang, 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 dang. They made a big deal at it. At, or, like, I think Marianne brought it up at Tribal Council, and they're like, then you had the shot in the dark, which adds complexity to it, because this is the last time that anybody can play it, and then you gotta take that into effect, along with idols, and this, and that, and, uh, but, no one, no one else played the shot in the dark, so. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. So, what did you, what did you think of, obviously, this is a good play for Marianne, right? Right. So, you would agree with that? Yeah. So do, do you think this puts an immediate massive target on her back now? I think if it was, <sighs> hmm, maybe. So, because right, right, as of right now, uh, I feel like Marianne like leaped all the way to the top. Right? Yeah. Like I f- feel like right now, again, unless there's just something that we're not seeing that's on TV not on TV or something, I think she can sit against anybody and win. Like, period. It doesn't just have to be Jonathan Romeo anymore. Wow. Uh, Yeah, but are people going to see her like that? Well, I mean, that was a good move, and I think the jury, like, even Omar, like, gave her credit in front of the jury and everything, so they know it was her. And it could be just the same way. as It could be like a domino effect where... uh, (laughs) Uh, Omar blindsided Drea, 
Drea tells the jury, hey, guess who did this to me? Omar. Omar goes home. <laughs> Marianne blindsides Omar. Omar lets the jury know that it was Marianne, and then Marianne goes yeah, home. So. But Marianne's guaranteed safe next round. She is, she's yes. Got, she's got Her that auto. and Mike. Mm-hmm. How crazy is it that they made it this far in the game and didn't have to play it? As, well, Marianne had to find that second one. But technically, I don't personally feel like she had to play it that one time when she did so but yeah that is pretty wild so we pretty much got our two of our final four Mm -hmm. so jonathan um lindsey and romeo who leaves do you think i don't picture it being romeo because everybody's going to want to sit next to him so it's either got to be jonathan or lindsey so and hmm. probably whichever one of them wins immunity is going to be safe and then the other one's going to go home Dang. <laughs> Dang. Listen, Jonathan's the only one I got left in the draft. I don't I don't think he wins at all, but I want to make it to final three. Thank it. <laughs> and like he has been one of the worst players that I've ever seen do the game. Like he's phenom- the dude dude's a beast, like challenges, but him and him and uh I almost called him Tony. Um Mike. Uh Dudes just Mike a little bit more than Jonathan, but neither of them dudes have any kind of strategic game that I've been impressed with. And Mike has a bit more of a social game. Jonathan just he's trying too hard. Yeah, and makes himself look stupid. And then we saw a little bit of that with Mike this episode. Why do you think they didn't go with Marianne's plan? Uh, they did. They did go with Marianne's plan, Mike and Jonathan, because she told them, uh, she told them both to put their votes on Romeo, and that was like the the fail fail safe. Fail safe. Okay. okay. And that way, because then her and Romeo votes for Omar. She has her extra vote. That's three. And then that way, because if it, if indeed Lindsay did play her idol for Omar. Then the, and then it would be a two-two, and then on the revote they would have the votes just to vote out um, Jonathan or Romeo. Yeah, or yeah, Romeo. Say so. okay, that would suck for Romeo. He was finally on the right side of the vote this time, <laughs> just to just to get. I was like, oh well, we tried Romeo. Bye bye. Uh, do, do you think that actually would have happened though? I feel like it would have been Jonathan. Yeah, I feel like it would have been Jonathan. Yeah, but and then Lindsay, she was shocked when she seen the votes. Even Omar was like, "Oh crap, I should not be getting any votes." And when even when his first one came up, he was just like, "Oh crap, I might be screwed." <laughs> mm-hmm. Massive great play by Marianne. At the reward challenge, they had so Omar wins, and he has a choice between chocolate and getting to pick. Three people or like grilled veggies and chicken with two people. If you would have won that challenge, which one would you have picked? I don't know. It depends on how the grilled chicken is, right? <laughs> how they season it. You know what I'm saying? Like with chocolate cake and cookies, I can pretty much guarantee you how it's going to taste. Yeah, that's true. But depending on who's cooking the grilled chicken, you know, it could be bad. So I probably would have picked the chocolate. Really? Now, what about the the factor of how many people you get to pick with you? Um, 
That that part, I feel like at this point, that part is just kind of inconsequential. Because, right, um, everybody knows. Like, you can say that you're doing it for these benevolent reasons or whatever, but I don't think anybody really believes that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jonathan and Lindsay both knew, like, okay, well, we're not getting picked because we're the most threats in the challenge. Right, and Lindsay knew that her and Omar were good, so even more reason to not really be that upset about it. You know, this is Omar trying to potentially take an opportunity to get more control in the game, which is only going to benefit her, probably. Him more than her, but... Yeah. So, when when Marianne goes to... Well... So they were really hoping that, okay, as long as Lindsay or Omar don't win, then we know that uh, Lindsay will be forced to just play the idol for herself or then that way. Because if Lindsay gets safe, she could play that for Omar and then they're both safe. And then we're not going to be able to get rid of Omar because he's such a huge threat to take to the end. And um, as soon as Lindsay wins, Mike's like, well, crap, now we're going to have to just vote for Romeo because obviously Lindsay's going to play her idol for Omar. But then... Yeah, I still don't... <laughs> biggest misplay for Omar was not getting Lindsay to play the idol. Yeah, and I, it's just... They shouldn't have been worried about it coming back in recirculation. Cause no. You can probably find it yourself anyways. Right, I mean, everybody's got a fair shot at it. Plus, plus, next round is final chance to play it anyways, so... And you don't really want to play based on, like, assumptions either. Like, that's a guaranteed thing that he's safe this round. Mm -hmm. It's like you don't really know if that thing's going to go back into circulation. Exactly. That and, you know, guaranteed safe this round. Omar potentially could win the immunity next round, depending on what the challenge is. I mean, he won the the reward. So, I mean, and those... The reward and physical or the immunity challenges aren't always that different, right? So if you win one of those types of challenges, I think you can win the other, is my point. What did you think of the Marianne's next level strategy of of unwinding herself after doing the, the spool of rope? <laughs> I thought that was actually kind of smart. I was like, damn. <laughs> I laughed so hard at how ridiculous that was. <laughs> I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure that doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know if that works or not either. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely creative. <laughs> even, even Jeff was like, oh, here's Marianne. She's unwinding herself. <laughs> it was really, really funny. Mm-mm. I've definitely come around to liking Marianne more than I did at the beginning of the season. She's definitely seems like maybe the elements and stuff have like finally, you know, gotten her a little bit. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they, maybe this is her winter edit yeah. and uh, they've chosen to not show as much of the annoying stuff as they have been. Yeah. They got to. To, to make people come around a little bit more. Yeah. Because if, if they are, it's working. <laughs> Who has Marianne? I do. F. Yeah, I have... Marianne and Mike. I have Marianne, Romeo, Chelsea has Mike, you have Jonathan, and uh, Nicholas has... No. Nicholas has Mike, uh, and Chelsea has Lindsay, so... 
Well, our our for sure win pick is out, so I I feel like we we need to repick, don't we? Don't we, Josh? <laughs> pick. Yeah, yeah. So who who do you think? Who do you think? And let's hope that we don't curse them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who do you think wins the whole game? I think at this point, I gotta go with Marianne. <laughs> you going with Marianne? Oh. My gut is telling me Marianne, but my gut also is telling me Omar last time. I'm picking Dark Horse. I'm picking Lindsay. Yeah, I would think if I had to rank them, I would say Marianne one, Lindsay two, Mike three, Jonathan four, Romeo five. That's how I would rank them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm go with Lindsay. So we'll see, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, if it's not Marianne, I would put my bet on on Lindsay. What else from this episode? Are you the one that's got the notes? Let's see. What did you think about at Tribal Council when they were coming in and Jeff was like, <laughs> like I could just tell y'all's intensity and you're coming in here looking at me like, and he like had, makes this like weird, intense face. I was just like, Jeff, what? Yeah. That's probably the face he makes when he's taking a dump. <laughs> That's his dump face intense. <laughs> oh, what is this, like the second time, third time we've seen sleep back hair Jeff this season? Yeah. That's his um, quarantine hair. You think he's going to get it cut? <laughs> oh, I hope so. Man, it looks... Mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't know if he does or not because I've been seeing some of those like Instagram things where he answers questions and he still has that the hair. So <sighs> Jeff, Jeff cut the hair, man, or at least turning into a full on mullet. I thought it was interesting. I do love these parts of where just the social navigation between different relationships that you have. So when the others go to the reward. And then you have Jonathan and Lindsay together at at camp. And they're having to, like, play this game of telling each other what they want to hear. And it was, like, clearly obvious, like, they don't trust each other. But then they're kind of just navigating around each other. It's, like, almost like a standoff. Like, who's going to make the first move or something? And I just found it interesting, those kind of moments in the game. Yeah, do you feel like it was super obvious? Or, like, do you think that one of them actually sold the other? Like, on, I guess, them not being a threat or something? No, I think that they they know that each other is, like, threat. Like, they're targeting each other. Or, well, I guess Jonathan's not really targeting Lindsay. So, as much as, like, Lindsay's targeting Jonathan. But... I feel like they pretty much know that they can't trust each other and they're just saying whatever the other person wants to hear. Like, oh yeah, I guess I guess well, it's Mike I'm, tonight. I mean, at that point though, you're just like, I, I feel like you should just be like, uh, we're just not going to talk about gameplay. <laughs> like, there's, there's just no reason to, I don't think. I don't know. Like, do you think either of them gained anything from the other? Um... Just by having that conversation, really? Well, I guess not, because I know deep down they both know that they can't trust each other, and it was just like, they know they're faking each other out. Like, whatever they're talking about, they 
he, she knows good and well he's not voting for like Mike because they've been so close, and uh, he knows like she knows that she's not really gonna go that way either, and that she's gunning for him. So it's just it's just really interesting about how many. I wonder how many conversations people have in which like nothing's really accomplished. It's just a kind of safe pace with that person. You like you have. The real plan, and you had the fake plan, and you had to say the fake plan to the people who you want to deceive, and then the real plan with the people who you want to work with to enact that plan, and then <laughs> the, it it would be hard for several days to kind of keep track of. All right, this is the story I've been telling this person, or this is what I want them to think that I'm gonna do, and when really I'm doing this, <laughs> that's a lot to kind of keep track of. Yeah, that is a lot. Um. I don't know. I think at that point, unless you're like actively trying to persuade them to your side and it's just the two of you, there's, there's no point in having that conversation. Just, I would just like, I wouldn't bring it up. Just don't have any strategic conversation. You need to talk about stuff at home by or something. I mean, I mean, for real. Plus, plus, Lindsay already knows that if well, probably i won't say for certain all the time because i don't want to assume that jonathan's just a complete chauvinistic person but that probably you know if she brought up a plan that jonathan wasn't okay with then he's just gonna be like oh no this is a dumb plan no, 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 no. you know so what's the point trying to have a strategic conversation with him so next week's gonna be finale i know it'll be episode 14 yeah because it's two hours right Oh, yeah. So it's going to be, yeah, episode 12 and 13. <laughs> huh? It, no, this is episode 12, Josh. Next week 13, is... 14. Okay. Ne- no, it's just going to be 14, just period. Just 14, okay. Just just 14. That's right. Well, um, uh, what, what do you think is going to happen for that first try? Let, let's play out the finale. Oh, man. Um, so how many of their... There's going to be two tribals. Two tribals. And then the one where the jury votes. Well, I guess technically three tribals, but yeah. two where pe- people get voted out. So um, we, we know May- or Marianne and Mike will play their idols at the five. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, that kind of leaves me in a stuck position then because um, I'm going to pick that Lindsay wins individual immunity. Jonathan goes out because I don't I th- think it's stupid at this point to I mean unless you're one of those people who are like I just want the strongest people to be there suddenly coach comes back or something you know I don't think anybody really thinks like that but um so Lindsay wins immunity Jonathan goes home um next round and this is the fire making challenge yeah, I know it I know it um I think, again, Lindsay wins immunity. Lindsay gives up immunity for the fire-making challenge because she's going to be super competitive. Um, and I think she takes out Mike, and that's enough to push her over the edge to, to get the votes to win. Even over Marianne? Slightly. Yeah, I think in, in that scenario, it would be... Yeah, it'd be kind of like 50-50. Yeah. Especially if she made the move of giving up immunity and 
that might would push her over the edge. Here's what. Here's what else could happen. Let's see. What if Jonathan goes on the immunity run? Lindsay goes out at five. Jonathan wins immunity again, and then does he just choose to go straight to the finals, or and then pit like Mike and Marianne against each other, um, or does he go head to head with Mike? Does something about Jonathan? Like I feel like Jonathan's at the point where he feels tired of competing. Like that's the that's the vibe I get. I could be completely wrong. So I think if Jonathan gets an easy sit in the final three, he takes that. I I almost feel the same way, and that's going to even be more condemning against him because he's this big dude. Why not compete? He's the fire maker. He's the provider. He that's one thing that he said he was going to be on his resume was like, I'm the provider. I'm the one who made fire and caught fish and all that, and yet. You're not going to go into the fire-making challenge? Yeah. If he does that... The only thing I would change, though, is... Um, so we're assuming that... Lindsay goes home, right, in this scenario of ne- very first tribal. Next tribal is the fire-making challenge. I feel like Jonathan probably keeps Mike and pits Romeo versus Marianne against each other. Wow. That would be... Uh... <laughs> I don't know if any one of them knows how to make fire. <laughs> That'll be interesting. It might be like a, a Becky Sundra situation in Cook Islands where... They got to introduce Flint. Or no, didn't they give them like matches or something? Yeah, they gave them matches and all kinds of crap. And it still took them like hours just to make fire. So <laughs> I'd be right there with them. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> but So yeah, and then I think in that situation... Jonathan still doesn't win. I don't know who I, because my, my, I have a, I feel like Marianne would probably end up winning the fire making challenge. I don't know what I'm basing that off of. Um, and in that case, it's Marianne v. Mike. I, like, after this play, I feel like it's Marianne, but only slightly again. Um, if Romeo wins, then Mike. 100% takes it, probably. Alright. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I don't know. I'm going to stick with Lindsay as the Dark Horse pick, though. What, um. What do you think about. Our uh, Omar introduced the concept of being survivor confident. What's well, your take on the, uh, survivor confident? That too many damn people get it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Calm down. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's a bad thing to be confident in your game, like, and have a plan and try and go with it. And in a lot of cases, well, I won't say a lot. There, there are a few cases like with Omar and with High this season where I don't think besides Lindsay playing the idol for Omar, like, there wasn't anything that they could do in that situation. Right, they, I think they that those were like two true blindsides that not much really could have been done. So more so high than Omar, and so I I don't think that Omar and High got like super overconfident, but obviously it was enough to where they thought that they were just good. So I don't I don't know I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I think there's a balance and I think High and Omar this season struck that balance the most. Um which I guess some people could argue that shouldn't the winner be that, but I don't think that's always the case. But then you have some people like shoot, like um but uh da da I forgot I forgot their names. No. No, I can't remember. Well I was gonna say somebody like Roxroy or um Tori. Not yeah, Tori. That's also a good one. But Lydia. No, no, no. Um Chanel. Chanel. I felt, yeah, I felt like Chanel was probably a little bit too overconfident and that's but again though, right? Looking back, she kind of played it well before she went out. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this season there haven't been as many overconfident people. Hmm. So that, that's 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 a good thing in my my book. I think everybody has for the most part been realistic about and understood where they stood or like where they stood within the tribe yeah. besides maybe Romeo. <laughs> One thing I did notice in this episode and it was like very early on when they were talking about how uh, it was Omar and Lindsay and they were talking, well, we got Mike on board for Jonathan Romeo's on board. Like, or I know they got Romeo and Marianne. I think that's who they, they thought they had on board with them. And they're like, we got my, or we got Romeo, we got Marianne on board for Jonathan. Like, this is a, this, this plan is foolproof. And as soon as I heard Omar say, this plan is foolproof, and it was pretty early on, and we hadn't really heard any opposition from him, it was like, oh, that's like, that's the kiss of death right Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, something's happening. Something, something's changing. Um, I think an interesting final three. Would be if it's Mike, Marianne, and Lindsay in the final three. How does that happen? That would be crazy, but if out of the five that are left, I feel like that would be the most interesting final three. Because each of them, I feel like, have different game styles. I think Mike is the very sociable person. Marianne's the, the underdog who you know showed everybody that she really play the game and Lindsay's the competitor who, who even competed in the do or die and always went toe to toe with the the beast Jonathan and somehow you know won against him and yeah so so for that to happen Lindsay wins immunity uh Jonathan goes home probably next round fire making challenge the only person I could see potentially putting Romeo like in in the fire making spot is Mike. So Mike would have to win immunity, and then Mike. I feel like Mike probably picks Marianne, and Marianne has to win in the fire making challenge. Yeah, and I like that Marianne just didn't decide to be like, oh, I'm probably just gonna be dragged to the final three i like she was like i'm gonna make a play here to win and that's what i want to see i don't want to pe- i don't want to see people just be okay with being dragged to the end she's put up a fight made this huge plan and now she's got a pretty good resume in the final three if she makes it agreed agreed like i said i think it catapults her to the top right now She's the caterpillar, the caterpillar that turned into the butterfly. Much like Omar. 
But then Omar got taken out. Mm-hmm. Omar got caught in the net. Yeah, by the bug bug catcher. <laughs> Lord, Lord. Is there anything else from this episode? Oh well, I gave how I thought next episode's going to play out. I want to hear what you what you think. Well, I think maybe Jonathan wins. So I think I'm going to say Lindsay goes out at final five. Um, Jonathan wins the final four. He pits Mike and Marianne against each other. Mike wins, and it's Mike, Jonathan, and Romeo. But didn't you pick Marianne to be the overall winner? <laughs> well, <laughs> just now. So are you, are you you taking back what you said? You you switching it up to Mike now? I don't know. I I say Marianne because I feel like out of all five of them, she has the greatest chance if she makes it there. So it's like I'm playing the odds, even though maybe I don't feel like she makes it there. I don't know. I don't really know. It's all just a. Well, listen, all I can say is, is that Marianne beats Mike because all Mike ever knows how to do is put out fires. Oh, damn. Oh, no. He's a firefighter. Damn. That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, oh, I feel myself cringe right now. Yeah, we should see Mike in a fire-making challenge. Lord. <laughs> all right. What else is there? Um, I think that's it. That's all I can remember. It's turning it, into it, a pretty good season. I think we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see how it all pans out. And apparently, they're gonna have to go back to a new camp and oh uh, yeah, shelter or whatever. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Why are they making them go back to a new camp? I, just to make it harder on them, I guess. It's kind of like last season. I'm pretty sure they did that. So yeah, the only time I remember them when this was, I guess, the Final Four going to like a new camp was on uh, Island of the Idols. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. So do you think there's potentially another advantage that's going to be? I think so. I think there is something hidden out there. And then in the previews, we see where Romeo has a fake idol. Is that going to come into play somehow? I feel like they wouldn't tease it bro, unless it did. Bro, so. bro, what if it? What if all this time Romeo's just playing the, the quietest of quiet games? <laughs> Can Romeo, in the end, make a big play and shock everybody? Like, I think the only thing I could potentially see Romeo doing is maybe something like, um, again, going back to Island of the Idols, old DK chilling. Um, potentially something like that. Potentially. I don't know how, not with just one uh, thing with him advantage, but maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe, I guess we will find out next week when we recap the finale of survivor 42 i can't believe it's yeah, episode 14 already over yeah episode 16 18 <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really long season guys <laughs> and it's it's a shorter days too it's only 26 days but i mean it doesn't really feel any different than 39 days 
in the editing and episodes. So. True that, true that. Hopefully, though, I, I do want them to go back to 39 days. Yeah, and Cause, uh, maybe they will. Yeah, because I'm getting tired of watching people starve. And I'm also hoping that if they go back to 39 days, you know, I feel like for me personally, if you're going to introduce all these advantages, do it over the course of a longer time period, you know, so it just doesn't seem like a big clusterfuck. Yeah, because I feel like if it's going to be shorter, then there should be less advantages. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Well, you know, they had the monster. The monster. Drop the four, keep the one. <laughs> or drop the four, keep the two. <laughs> it's a whole new era of Survivor. Yeah, where I'm not going to cut my hair. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess that does it for this episode of the Survivor Analyst Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at analyst podcast and on instagram at survivor underscore analyst underscore podcast be sure to tune in next week for the amazing probably final episode of this season yes and we will see you guys next time